Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Lancet Respiratory Medicine Podcast. My name is Nikolai Humphreys. Today I am joined on the line by Professor David Hansel from the Royal Brompton Hospital, co-author of a position paper published in the journal on idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis. Hi David, welcome to the podcast. Hi Nikolai, great to be here. Let's get straight into things. So this position paper is released by the Fleischner Society. Could you tell me briefly the history and function of the society? Yeah, sure. The society was formed in 1960s, I think it was. Uh, It's got 70 active members from all over the world, centrally, uh, or at least centered in North America, I guess. It's um, a fairly eclectic mix of chest radiologists, respiratory physicians, pathologists, physiologists. So that's what makes it a fairly unique outfit. It's, it's truly multidisciplinary, which is, was novel, certainly in the 60s and 70s. It's, over the years, changed its function to a certain extent. It used to be largely educational. It ran courses, high-end courses. What its role is nowadays is mostly about putting out reasonably authoritative position papers, guidelines, recommendations, Um, things like that. Perhaps the most well-known one in recent years has been on how to deal with the solitary pulmonary nodule, Uh, but uh, there is a whole slew of position papers that have come out over the years. Thanks, nice bit of background there. Could you now tell me how and why is serial CT currently used in clinical management of idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis? Yeah, the key word there, I suppose, is serial. I mean, the the main role of CT in the setting of fibrosing lung disease is uh, diagnostic, and that, of course, isn't really a serial game. That's um, at presentation, the diagnosis of uh, idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis in particular is heavily reliant on on high-resolution CT. But the, the question of when should we be using serial CT, that is, you know, follow-up, is an interesting one and really can be broken down into two main areas. In the clinical management of patients with pulmonary fibrosis, it's really a sort of off-protocol approach that most centers use. That is to say, uh, we use CT to help to elucidate why somebody's um, deteriorated, the lung function doesn't quite make sense. And in that setting, CT is, is hugely helpful. We'll often Uh, uncover why the patient's deteriorated. There's this acute exacerbation where the disease takes off. CT is part of the diagnostic criteria for that condition, more complication. Um, But in a sense, the more exciting um, area is the uh, looking at change on, uh, very carefully for change, on serial CT in the setting of um, drug trials. Uh, particularly its role, potential role, because it's not been fully worked out as an endpoint in in that setting. What are the key messages from this position paper? Well, not to reiterate its its diagnostic importance, it's really about this, this thing I just touched on of how do we best detect serial change, which is becoming so important in the context of clinical trials, And uh, what the position paper has done is set out a little menu of steps and uh, research questions that really do need to be addressed before CT can be used in in a mainstream sort of way by the pharmaceutical industry. Thanks. So I guess one question that needs to be answered is why is there a need for new endpoints in IPF trials? 
Yeah, well, that's, that is a critical question. Uh, and without a good answer, there wouldn't be really a need for this position paper. It all hinges on, on uh, as you know, the, the development of new drugs for idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis, two successful trials um, just over a year ago now. That has meant that any succeeding drug trials will be looking for a signal which is much more difficult to detect. Put another way, most patients in any upcoming drug trials will already be on one or two of these, these um, successful treatments. So that is to say it'll be much more difficult to detect an effect of any new agent, given that the control arm patients will be on something that's pretty much holding their disease in check. So all the endpoints that have been used traditionally have their problems. I mean, the obvious one of mortality isn't really an appropriate one for a chronic uh, disease necessarily. Lung function change has been the mainstay, change in um, force vital capacity. Can you stabilize that change so the patient doesn't show any deterioration? Problems with that are manifold. It's a very noisy test anyway. We've recently discovered that if you have emphysema, then your natural glide path of FEC is perturbed and, and so on. So there is a, a biomarkers, well, there are zillions of biomarkers. They're all equally bad. So there is a, a very desperate need for a reliable endpoint that can pick up a very, very little signal in this particular setting. And it seems likely that CT will be one of these endpoints. It also seems likely that um, there won't be a single endpoint in a drug trial setting. It'll probably be a composite of um, the best available. Thanks. My final question, what is the next research priority for the field and how can future CT approaches best be applied to improve outcomes for patients with IPF? Okay, well, as I say, in the position paper itself, you'll be able to see at the end there's a, a little checklist of key questions that need to be answered in the uh, drug trial setting. I guess in clinical setting, I think we probably have to look more critically about how CT should be used in, in routine practice. In other words, should still be using CT in a reactive way when a patient takes a step down, or should CT now be used as, as, if you like, chest x-rays are, which is at every outpatient appointment a chest x-ray is done routinely, should CT be stepping up to take that role? Because it is much more sensitive to unsuspected complications. So that is um, something, you know, it's really almost a cost-effectiveness analysis that needs to be done before that's uh, implemented. Well, I have to say that there is the sense of technology creep uh, certainly in Europe, some centers are now just using CT on an annual basis um, for patients with fibrosing lung disease. For implementation in the um, drug trial setting, well, we've touched on some aspects of that. And as I say, there is a sort of list of prioritized research questions uh, in the position paper itself. David Hansel, many thanks for speaking with me on the Lancet Respiratory Medicine podcast. It's a pleasure.